the 1970s and 80s, Californians were terrorized by a serial killer known by many monikers, but would go down in infamy as the Golden State Killer. For two decades, his crimes would torment the state of California. Until one day, they just stopped. In the years that followed, the mystery of the Golden State Killer would draw the attention of true crime fans and amateur sleuths around the world. Then in 2018, an arrest was finally made. And here, the story seemed to end. But some believe that the killer was never far away. That if you visited certain corners of the internet to discuss the case with other like-minded fans of true crime, there was a chance you could be speaking with the man himself. This is the story of the Golden State Killer, the serial rapist and murderer who may have been an active member of the communities trying to unmask him. And this is a came from the internet. Welcome back to the podcast. Shane, welcome back. Thanks, Johnny. And listeners, I guess, welcome back. Oh yeah, them too. <laughs> Still no catchy, no catchy opening, but uh, early days. We'll we'll get one. I'll come up with something. Yep. <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> I we'll, we'll just get right into it. If we've established, we've got we've got no banter to open with, so we can just get right into it. Yeah. This week, I think we're going to go down kind of a, a strange road. It might seem like an odd choice for a internet focused podcast, but I promise this will come together in the end. Yeah. You have, I'm talking to you now, Shane, because the listeners probably already know because the title will give it away. You're the only one that's kind of in the dark exactly where this is going. <laughs> I'm very excited. Yeah. yeah. Well, you kind of you know what we're talking about today, but it's more about um, sort of what avenue of us. Or? Yeah, I guess in a way it'll kind of just be a creepy reminder of, uh, for better or worse, how much closer we all are because of the Internet. But to get there, we need to start with the Golden State Killer. So what do you know about the Golden State Killer? I mean, not everything, but like roughly, what, what do you know? Like how, how yeah, informed are I, you? Um, I knew very little. All Most of what I knew about it was that, um, I've forgotten her name now, she's an Irish name, it's Patton Oswalt's wife. Michelle McNamara. McNamara had pretty much figured out who it was. And had written a book. She well, didn't no, finish it. she didn't. She didn't she figure did. out who it was. No, or she she thought she knew who it was, or whatever. She had a lot of theories. Or no, no, she she, she just investigated. She yeah. put together a lot of the case and linked the fact that he was uh, a few different serial killers. She never had any. She never had any theories about who he was. Oh, anything. okay. I thought no. yeah, that's my wrong information. Then that's. Uh, I just remember. I know that when. It comes up, her name comes up a lot as well. And I mean, she had theories in that she had a profile for him, but like, yeah, yeah. so did the FBI. Yeah. But anyway, a, ser- a serial killer who um, started out in the 70s and right through to the 80s and operated mostly around a couple of towns. And as it's turned out, was actually, as you said, there are several people thought it was several different serial killers, but it turns out it was all one guy who just changed his method a little bit. And then there was also a lack of communication between different police uh, districts and things like that that probably should have they should have put those dots together a lot sooner yeah that was a big problem it's like different departments being like oh that stuff doesn't happen here so we don't need to worry about them yeah um yeah and like we're not going to go into him too much because mainly because there is i would 
just a guess, but I would say there's maybe 25,000 true crime podcasts out there yeah. about him. And uh, this isn't really a true crime podcast. Yeah, I guess it's it's true crime adjacent. It'd probably be yeah. in the true crime category because I'm not sure where else you'd put it. Of the three categories you go in, it'd be yeah. true crime would be one of them. And you did you did a deep dive with uh, those conspiracy guys into it. I did, yeah, I did an episode of those conspiracy guys about. Well, it was not long after he was arrested. Uh, I think it was 2018 or early 2019. Yeah. Um, yeah, we done about three hours on it, so I would recommend people listen to that. Or there is also Case File podcast done a really good like three or four part series on it. Right, good. And there's also like a podcast called uh, I haven't listened to it, but uh, the Man in the Window. That's just like a ten part series about it. Yeah. There's also the HBO series adapted from Michelle McNamara's book, I'll Be Gone in the Dark. You could watch that. Oh, yeah. Uh, we will do a summary anyway, but for people that want, that don't for some reason, or lis- listen to true crime adjacent podcasts and aren't aware, I would recommend them. Very good. Uh, yeah, the series, I watched the first episode. It's not bad. It's like, no, it's a docuseries, not a yeah. narrative, like a live action recreation or whatever you call it. Yeah. But, um, He's now known as uh, Joseph James D'Angelo. Uh, and he, for, for the people that don't want to listen to this stuff, I'll give a quick summary. He was, uh, well, originally he was a serial rapist, eventually became a serial killer. And um, he terrorized communities around California in the 70s and 80s, as Shane said. And uh, very recently, in 2018, DNA evidence was finally able to lead to his capture uh, through using a genealogy website they were able to track uh, distant relatives and eventually made links to closer relatives until they got down to him. You know, they had a t- something like a hundred uh, suspects through the DNA wow. match originally. Well, I think it was a hundred uh, and eventually were able to match it to him. But before he became known as the Golden State Killer, he he, sure, he had a lot of names. Uh, he was the original Night Stalker and the East Area Rapist. So he became known as Eron's for a while. The abbreviations uh. put together. Yeah. Uh, when they kind of realized they were the same people. But even before, yeah. they, didn't re- they didn't really put this together until 2017, I think, this next part. Uh, and it was only confirmed when they arrested him. But before he even got those names, he was the Visalia Ransacker. Yeah. And in the city of Visalia, I'm not actually sure how to pronounce it, but uh, a city in California. And that one, that, to me, that's always been the weirdest one because he was just responsible for just a series of burglaries <laughs> that where he didn't really do anything. Yeah. Other than like steal pet, like steal really dumb stuff. Like he'd ignore a safe in the house and steal like a child's piggy bank. Yeah. <laughs> Just bizarre. And that was actually where he committed his first murder. But um, I think he himself wouldn't consider it his, his first victim because it was kind of, I wouldn't say accidental, but he was uh, pretty much disturbed trying to kidnap a young teenager in the house by her father and he ended up ended up shooting the dad. So that was oh, technically yeah. his, his first victim, but it was still years before he actually graduated towards being a serial killer. Yeah, yeah. Um, like it was in 76 is when like the first uh, rape is reckoned to, to have happened. Um, by that, I mean, I, I suspect he was committing loads long, long before anything we know yeah, about. Yeah, I'd say so. I suspect he probably killed long before that too, but officially 76 was when he became like the East Area Rapist. And that spree went on up until 79. Uh, yeah. At that point, he raped like 40 women. That's crazy. Yeah. Then he moved south 
Um, and kind of, yeah, that's where he graduated to, to murder. He, his crimes got more and more extreme once he moved south. Yeah. And he ended up killing, uh, well, what they reckon, 10 people anyway. Um, four couples and then two single women. Wow. Uh, there is a few that they, they know of a few murders around that period and in those areas that they think might have been him. But so yeah. far, nothing's been um, confirmed. Uh, but that that's the, the rough gist of his story, if you if you don't want to go back and listen to anything else. And so, yeah. so they can contribute 10 murders to him. Oh, the, 10, that, that's the 10 as the... Uh, Original Night Stalker. He had killed oh, yeah. twice before that, but once, or wait, no, he'd, well, he killed the father as the uh, Vesalia ransacker, and I think he'd killed two people in between that, but in, uh, like, he got this, again, it was like he got disturbed during a, during a yeah. crime and shot or whatever. Um, I think, I think it's 13 in total, just. Still. So. <laughs> um, I could be wrong about that. I feel like, I'm trying to remember back now to when I done the Those Conspiracy Guys episode, I feel like on that, when I re- when I actually like done loads of research, it was 13. Oh, yeah. Um, he was charged with them um, or found guilty of eight. I, I'm not, again, I haven't looked into it, but yeah. I guess it's just whatever way the courts worked that they're what they could. They could present eight murders, even though oh, they did definitively yeah. know that there's, it's either 10 or 13 that they definitely know, definitively know about, but for some reason only charged him for the eight. I suppose it's probably a bit like scope and keeping it as simple for juries to make sure you get a conviction and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird one because like there's no, on murder, there's no statute of limitations, but. It, it kind of sounds like, and, and I thought this when I was listening, because I, I only listened this week to the that those conspiracy guys episode so I was a bit more up on the case and the like in some ways it almost seems like a textbook evolution of a serial killer how he did stuff yeah yeah but I suppose the whole point at the time that wasn't a known kind of route you know what I mean it was uh they were only kind of really getting into knowing more about sequence killers serial killers at that time yeah yeah um well, which is what makes a, a textbook case, you know, he'd be what they would put into the textbook. Yeah, it's it's kind of funny, like, because now looking at it through, I suppose, the lens of 2022, you're like, oh my God, that's so obvious. Why, like, that's like something straight out of the book. Why wouldn't mm. they put this together? But it's because of him that that book exists, like, you know what I mean? You yeah, gotta, yeah. You got to think of it that way. It's uh, And um, well, what we didn't mention in the summation there was that he he was a cop yeah uh, so that helped him quite a bit uh depending on like there's still various things we don't actually know about him like we don't know really for certain whether he did actually attend um neighborhood watch meetings in the communities oh discussing yeah. how to catch him it's assumed he did because there was like you know there was an instance where uh community meeting some guy stood up and said like that this would never happen in my home i'd never let somebody do this to my wife and then a few nights later he him and his wife became like victims number seven i thought that was crazy yeah uh, that's probably the, yeah that's the one that get that got me the most because it's just so like that's fucking terrible so <laughs> and just like i'll show you you know it's, uh, he had he had to have been there or it was a crazy coincidence he had to have been there uh is one way to think of it or that's crazy coincidence or is it just 
like think about it like it does sound and I didn't think of this at the time when I'd done the those conspiracy guys episode that's such a hard sentence to say the those conspiracy guys episode <laughs> but think of it you know how many of those community meetings were there and how many men stood up and said this would never happen under my watch yeah <laughs> probably like 80% of the time there was some lad stood up and made that announcement because that's what those type of guys would do so like statistically one of them was bound to become a victim you don't hear about the 900 guys who said that and never became victims. Yeah. And like how much of like as people are going in the door and having conversations, like neighbors having conversations, how many of them are saying that kind of shit? Like, so it's. Yeah, well, this uh, guy apparently stood up and said it, but I would say that happened an awful lot where people stood up and yeah, said yeah. it. Uh, but it's kind of re- relevant to what I'm going to talk about later. Just um, oh, okay. people kind of pick out the the one instance where something came of it. And focus yeah, on that. Yeah. But like, there's so many times somebody would have said that and nothing happened. So, yeah. Now, I still think it is absolutely likely that he was there in, in the community meeting. Yeah. But it's really not Prob- a Probably yeah, representing the local police force. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he was just a creepy motherfucker in general. Just everything, like the way he yeah. scoped out the places and like he done things to, to essentially would let them know how long he'd been watching them. Like he would go into the house because like everybody was like on edge about this guy. So everybody was buying guns and arming up and he would go in like a few days beforehand and remove bullets from the guns. But he wouldn't like keep the bullets. He'd leave the bullets somewhere else in the house. So it was like weeks after the attack, yeah. they'd be like cleaning their house and find the bullets under the child's pillow or something like that. Yeah. So it was just one extra way to get at them like they might just be getting over like six months after the attack the, the the woman might just be getting over it and then she's up in her attic taking down the Christmas decorations and she finds like the bullets from the gun left up there or something you know he just had this way of tying with people even after yeah uh, like that's... he was so horrendous and like he continued making phone calls and stuff up until like 2001 at the very earliest wow. yeah I didn't realise that I knew it was kind of like after victims he'd caught after He'd attack people, he'd keep calling them. But I didn't realise he he went, he did it for years. Like Now, they were really infrequent after 1991. It's like three or four times. But clear, like yeah. on an anniversary of an attack or something, he'd, every now and again, he'd still call. I think after 2001, there was another maybe, but it was just a hang-up call. Yeah. It's not even, who knows if it even was him. Yeah, Obviously, he had to play it far more carefully after like once you get into the 90s with how he could be traced and stuff you know yeah and and it's like he he stopped in was it 86 87 86 yeah and it's stopped like well, I find that probably the most interesting that he just yeah there was a cooling off period for a while I think between was it 79 and 80 uh, I don't even know or maybe it was 81 to 85 and then he oh, had yeah. a year and then in 86 he killed again and then took a break I think we now know that the original cooling off period he had was because it was when he lost his job he lost his job as a cop oh yeah uh, and then took a few years off then came back and then disappeared again and never killed again uh, interestingly he, he, he lost his job being a cop because he was caught shoplifting from a hardware store <laughs> and he was stealing a dog repellent and a hammer and like cable ties. <laughs> Things he didn't want on his credit card statements or whatever. That's mad. Like just 
<laughs> just the idea that it's just hilarious. That's so bland. Yeah. And then that didn't create any flags. Like, yeah. No, no. Well, apparently now, I don't know if this is true because I've just heard this or read this on like a message board. But when they had made the DNA links to a few people, he was put at the bottom of the list because he was a former cop. Oh, yeah. The attitude is like, oh, sure. Can't be him. Yeah. <laughs> like, ridiculous. And you know what? If, if this happened again in five years time, if the exact same thing happened, they do the same. They'd be like, oh, we'll put the cop at the bottom of the list. Can't be him. Even knowing that <laughs> yeah. the Golden State Killer was a cop. Yeah. yeah. This is, yeah, of course. Because <laughs> that's the way it works. I must read up more because I'd love to know more about his career as a cop. Like, was he, he was he a good cop? Like, or you know, not that I mean, like, like was he good at his job? Is what I mean. Not like was he a <laughs> nice cop. Um, uh. <laughs> well, apparently he had an outrageous temper, or could have an outrageous temper. Yeah, like his brother-in-law talked about that. There was like a few couple of like road rage incidences where he pulled a gun on people and stuff like that which is probably not uncommon for a cop to be honest but but obviously he just liked having power over people and that's probably why he became a cop um, well you hear it a lot about uh certain there's certain like people not i don't want to t- talk talk shit about any anybody but there's certain certain uh let's say like commentators online in the political sphere who you'll often hear uh they give off very small dick energy, let's say. Like people who, yeah. who feel like they need to walk around their podcast studio with a gun holster. Yeah. <laughs> like, and you just think small dick in energy, just really small dick yeah. energy. And as we know about the Golden State Killer, he quite literally had a micro penis. And that seems oh. to have been... Oh, did you You didn't know that, no? No, no. Yeah, no, he had a, he had a micro penis. Yeah, I only knew from... From listening to the, the podcast you did, the, um, that uh, there's one point was one of his victims, uh, the first time she saw him is he was standing outside the window with no pants on and she noted how small his penis was. Yeah, um, well, I guess... But I didn't, I didn't realise it was that uh, micro. level of... Yeah, that, that was a thing with him, but just that it was... You know, I thought maybe it was cold outside, you know. That's my speculation that uh, it was micro anyway. I don't know if it was... Because te- I think my, technically micro penis is a, an actual medical condition, so I'm not sure if it yeah, was small yeah. enough to meet that criteria. We'll put it this way. I know it was the 70s and free love, but the fact that literally everybody said he had a small penis and like everybody's uh level of comparison is bit like you're like when you say when you see a penis and you think that's small it's surely it's based on comparing it to other things you see other ones you've seen <laughs> like and i just feel like all of the vic all, all of those people couldn't have seen the exact same amount of penises in their life to all make the yeah. same comparison unless it was literally just the smallest they'd ever seen yeah yeah that's funny. <laughs> I'm not even sure if that makes seen. sense, but you know what? I'm no, I get what say. you mean. Yeah, yeah, because of it. Yeah, if everyone says it, it's it has to be true. You know what I mean? It's kind of one of those. Like it has to be especially small, though, is what I mean. Because like, sure, just the, you'd imagine there has to be one or two people in there who've only ever seen like their husbands and maybe an ex, and they're both roughly the same size. So if they see a really small one, is do they think, oh, that's really small, or do they think, oh, my husband's is massive? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, but the, the fact that uh, it was noticeably small, you know, mm. or no, sorry, notably, not noticeably, notably, um, like it was worth mentioning. Yeah. It, well, exactly. Yeah. It was like, it, it would be an identifiable trait 
yeah, yeah. from him. It's like any tattoos or birthmarks. Was, he had a really small dick. <laughs> I did read that he was uh, he had to be photographed in the nude when he was arrested to confirm the match that his penis matched the description, and which was wow. obviously a deliberate deliberately meant to humiliate him because yeah. they found him through DNA, so they don't need to confirm if he. Is that, um, if he matches the description, like, like in his seventies or something, or like. yeah, but I'd say it, um, it was just to humiliate him. Although yeah, I'd say yeah. he's beyond that anyway. Like he probably got turned on by it. <laughs> you wouldn't fucking know. Like that's maybe that's why he stopped. He just got like a in nineteen eighty six. He just like went to a fetish club and got like a femdom like humiliation fetish instead. And that I was just, just gonna, for him. I was just going to say that he must have found some other avenue to channel his frustrations mm. and his. His voice is like he. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think that's um, the, the wildest theory. Like that, yeah, he just yeah, yeah. found something else. But I'm not yeah. sure. Like, once you gravitate towards murder, and like, I think yeah. it was his last victims where it was the weirdest, where he actually didn't. They found his DNA on them, and they were, they came to the conclusion afterwards that they weren't actually raped; they were killed before he ejaculated. Wow. So the thing just killed him and then just like finished himself off. That's crazy. He was just kind of didn't he was know that what far to do gone. Uh, but I believe they were his last. I'd be suspicious if he ever stopped. I was well. That was kind of where I was going with that. Was I, did he just realize that he was building a reputation with a specific mo and just went like just started randomly raping women who were yeah, raped, jogging like, or something like, and just you know what I mean like change completely changed it and stopped maybe like, stopped killing and just. Every um, few years, he just couldn't resist it and just went out and drove yeah. like 50 miles away and just found some random like anybody. Yeah. Like, well, it didn't even matter who it was yeah, exactly. the first person. And he just, he just killed them straight away. Like a real like Trinity killer kind of. Yeah. Just, yeah, he actually just broadened his, uh, his kill zone, you know, and just, uh, and made yeah. it less, like connected himself less to somebody like that. Like just, uh, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Probably that's a good theory. I should say that so he probably just changed his MO again. Realized. Yeah. But in general, so with what you do know about him, where do you think you would rank him in terms of like most like fucked up serial killers you've heard about? Um, wow. Um, it's kind of, I mean, he's not quite at Ted Bundy levels or anything like that. It's, um, do you know what it, it sounds well, awful? pretty not, close to Bundy. Yeah, like, yeah. He'd be close enough. It's, it sounds awful, but maybe it's me being desensitized. It's that like his, his crime seems like quite a normal thing, except the fact that he did it so much. And he played all the mind tricks on top of it all. You know what I mean? Yeah. As in like, he's just a like, typical serial killer other than... Yeah. It, it, in some kind of way, it's almost nothing special about him. You know mm. what I mean? But then he but then he played the psycho games and he, he, he like used couples against each other and yeah. did the phone calls and played the psycho, like broke into the house beforehand and planned escape routes and all that. Like He just seemed to really overthink and plan out so much. And... Which and is, but, but a lot of it was I don't know. Trial and error like, too, though. It wasn't yeah, like yeah. That he was really smart. It was like he something went wrong, and then he realized for the next next time. To, like when he realized, he realized essentially, or at least in my opinion, he when when he started when he went for his first couple, he realized that that made it easier. The man in the house made it easier because yeah. He'd done this thing where he tied them up and he'd put like plates and stuff on them and told them, yeah. if I hear them rattle, I'll kill her. 
And he realized that yeah. gave him more time. That like instilling fear in people actually was to his benefit. Like, yeah, yeah, because he knew because they wouldn't call, they wouldn't go for help or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it gave him more time to do stuff around the house. And because um, it seems once he started going for couples, he stopped going for. Because there was one instance where he went to a house with a woman and her two daughters, and the woman ended up beating the shit out of him. Yeah, because because like mama bear syndrome, like she was just going to yeah, do anything yeah. to protect her kids. And it seems like after that, he realized that like he went for single couples <laughs> then, like because that was easier. Yeah. Take a spin now. You're in with the techno set. You're going surfing on the internet. Well, he he had the automatic advantage of being law enforcement, so he had yeah. insider knowledge. Um, he also like automatic kind of trust in the community, so he could get in yeah. easier with like uh, when when he was scoping people out. Like it's much easier to spy on people when you're a cop. Then if it's you or I, because nobody's suspicious of you. If a cop's standing across the street, like looking at your house for an hour, most people probably think he's looking for, uh, there's some robbery a few blocks away and he's just looking for the the suspect or whatever the fuck. Like people are far more trust and they're they're not even going to notice. Yeah. And he totally could have just knocked on their door and said, oh, there's been a lot of break-ins in the area. Of course, Can I yeah. check out your security? And then he could have done the layer, all, layer all that. that is. Yeah. You know. um, so the, not, that was an automatic advantage. So I don't think he really needs to be too smart. He's like, he just already has that advantage. Also, yeah. he just, he'd done it so much. He had so much practice because he'd done it yeah. so much that he just learned from his own mistakes. I don't think it takes that much intelligence to, like, dogs, dogs learn from their mistakes. yeah. Uh, like he actually seems like he probably isn't the most intelligent person. He just, uh, he was very focused on certain things. Yeah, it doesn't, think, it doesn't think, seem like he was an imbecile or anything either, but no, just no. totally average. But the, yeah, that kind of puts it, that's a really good way of putting it is he was very focused. Not, mm. um, he certainly seems that now just, this is a complete, complete aside, but have you ever heard of a website called ProBoards? No, I don't think so. You you like this. So ProBoards, this sounds like a fucking sponsor. This isn't a spot. There's only like episode three or four. Not sure the order yet, but uh, no sponsors yet. So Johnny, tell me more about <laughs> ProBoards. Shane is a free remotely hosted message board service that facilitates online discussions by allowing people to create their own online communities. The service hosts over 3 million internet forums, which in turn have approximately 22 million and 800,000 users worldwide. So it's like a old school message board. You create your own message board. Yeah. And you can have all these other discussions. In fact, if you go to itcamefromthenet.boards.net, yeah. there's a discussion message board for this website, or for this website, for this podcast. Excellent. Uh, I, t- I really like the idea of us having an old school message board, not Discord yeah. or, or a yeah. Twitter account, but an old because school. It, yeah, because that's where we're going to find a lot of our research. Over yeah, next well, it's episodes. just so, so many of this stuff we're going to be talking about will have come from those old message boards. So just, yeah, I don't know. I just like, I'll send you a link. I've only registered. I haven't like, well, there's nothing much to do on it, but you know, you know, the old school message boards where you heard about like that some guy called Chris Nolan was doing a, a Batman movie back like in 2006 or whenever the year before <laughs> yeah, Batman yeah. Begins came out those type of message boards that you, it's like the guy made Memento <laughs> yeah <laughs> you checked it you looked at it in school like we were talking about that last yeah. week weren't we first 
websites. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so so we're we're gonna have a message board there. Because uh, and now the reason I bring it up, it sounds like uh, that was completely random. But uh, a popular message board registered on this site is a board called Eron GSK. So E A R O N S G S K. Yeah. Uh, which is the collected abbreviations for Joseph the Angelo's three most famous nicknames: the East Area Rapist, Original Night Stalker, and Golden State Killer. Oh yeah. So this uh, message board was created. Uh, I'm not actually quite sure. I think between two th- summer 2013 and 2014, as best as I could tell, and it became very popular with, uh, or one of the more popular online communities pertaining to the Golden State Killer case. Got a few few thousand like amateur investigators, I guess, or true crime fans. Yeah. That's pretty good going because back in the day, uh, he wasn't the most uh, famous of serial killers. Uh, so to get, to get a few thousand was uh, doing pr- pretty well. In fact, he hadn't even been called the Golden State Killer yet. Oh, yeah. Uh, or around this time, maybe. I think uh, Michelle Mac- McNamara, she uh, published an article in LA Magazine around 2013 or 14. And that was the first time she used the, the name Golden State Killer. Because she reckoned one of the biggest problems with his case not getting as much media focus as others, despite him still being, you know, on the loose, was that he had too many monikers that, you know, people didn't know that it was this one guy. So she coined the, the more catchy... Golden State Killer, which is a funny one because I always hear about like FBI profilers and stuff talking about how they don't like the media given serial killers yeah, names. Yeah. It romanticizes it, not romanticizes it, but just it gives them too much. It feeds their ego too much. Whereas it seems to have been really what helped bring the media focus to the Golden State Killer was giving him that name. Yeah, It seems to have been a huge advantage in this case. That's funny. It's a good, uh, it's a good way of turning that thing on. The, like that idea. Yeah. Head, I but I suppose only, and it worked. But also, you see, Golden State Killer. I feel like he he didn't re- he never really he he wasn't like the Zodiac where he was starved for media attention. Yeah. So he'd have probably maybe wouldn't have wanted a name. Even who knows? Yeah, it's these kind of message boards. Like a lot of these were set up. Like there was one on A and E because A and E used to be a big true crime network. They had their own message board, and there was a Golden State Killer one on there too. Yeah, and it's kind of like they're kind of like a precursor to like how big true crime podcasts are now. That a lot a lot of the people hosting true crime podcasts now were like members of these boards back in the day. Um, yeah. Michelle McNamara even was her, herself. Uh, like it's on these boards where she kind of became obsessed with the Golden State Killer. Yeah. Uh, and some people reckon, people on the boards anyway, reckon that they played a big part in leading to his, his arrest, which I don't know who's to say if that's true. I mean, I, they certainly would have brought uh, the media spotlight back to the case, but I don't know if it would really help. I mean, they could. I feel like I feel like amateur investigators probably cause more problems than they solve when they try. <laughs> I, I would think so. But they certainly would have brought this case in particular because it wasn't getting media coverage. It would have helped in that sense, like just especially given a voice, like because they attracted people like Michelle McNamara and she went off to write, yeah. write the, the definitive book about him. They certainly like turned the media spotlight back on him. And, you know, there's some like, uh, I'm not sure on this, on the pro boards uh, account in general, but uh, some of the message boards like, you know, victims and families like sort of found uh, found a way to kind of get their stories out there through those sites. So they certainly helped yeah. there. Oh yeah, that was good. But what if I told you that lurking among all the true crime fans victims and family members was the Golden State Killer himself. 
Uh, I was hoping that's where this was going. <laughs> you started talking about the before. That would be amazing. Well, now, so we have to go back a little here. So over the years, a number of users on these message boards and comment sections, but pro boards in particular, have suspected that, uh, yeah, that he has been present. Uh, yeah. Kind of the one of the earliest examples I came across was a pro boards user made a post with a link to Michelle McNamara's article from 2014. And there was a comment on it where it uh, just offers up, it, the comment just offers up some theories to the background of the serial killer. And this user on pro boards just suggested that maybe this comment on the LA Times article was from the Golden State Killer. Ah. And then there was a, another comment. You remember, if you listened to those Conspiracy Guys episode, we talked about, uh, he used to, there was a certain knot the Golden State Killer used. And for a oh, brief yeah. period, he, he was called the Diamond Knot Killer. There was this yeah. a very, very long comment on that article, or one of her articles anyway, uh, questioning the kind of knot that he had used and suggesting the, what, that the person who done it must have been like a rancher. And he talked oh, about how okay. this, this knot was common in, down south, specifically in Mexico. And he suggested that, like, the, the killer had to be uh, Mexican. And how, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, one of the Mexicans definitely done this kind of tone <laughs> to it. And yeah, and people kind of joked about it then, like, that he, he was, you know, a Mexican cowboy done it. Became this whole joke. But uh, a lot of people really, really believed that that was the Golden State Killer leaving that comment. To, oh, okay. To, to try and, um, I guess, swerve authorities towards a Mexican cowboy. That's really funny. <laughs> um, like, if that was him, I could just imagine him sitting down, like, reading some article about ranchers or something, and it mentions that this is a common knot to use, or you watch some documentary, like, oh, yeah, I better, I better use this. <laughs> or, like, is that what made him use that knot in the first place? Was like, he read that in a book or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, I couldn't find the first comment that was suspected to be him. I couldn't find. I lit the LA Times magazine don't no longer have comments on their articles so oh yeah uh, most sites don't anymore it turns out because yeah the internet is so horrible that most sites were like we we don't want to hear from you <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> no thanks but i could find i did find the second one about the cowboy knot and that is it's like i sorry i just have to let the dog out So it's just a comment, but it's about four paragraphs. And that's the only reason I think it could be him, because only the serial wow. killer himself would bother to write so much about the knot. But I think those are pretty ridiculous examples. I don't think they're really enough. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know. It, it happened a lot on these boards looking into it, where everybody at some point seems to have been accused of being the Golden State. Yeah. yeah like if you said anything like... Too cryptic. People assumed he were going to stay a killer. And this wasn't <laughs> helped by the fact that some users uh, who happened upon the board made a habit of just being deliberately ominous about their knowledges, yeah. knowledge of the case. Of like, course. Yeah. You'd have people that might have known a cop who worked on it. So they might have a small bit of insider knowledge. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't known to the public and they would just milk it and deliberately make it sound like they were the Golden State Killer. And then you had absolute yeah. trolls as well. Like, so <laughs> yeah. it just made it a bit of a, a bit of a shit show. 
<laughs> of course. No, and it's yeah. not the majority. Like uh, there, there are accounts no. just uh, of users who um who just yeah who just trolls and then like there are other users I, I i went on a reddit thread just talking guys talking about it and there was a lad saying that he put like he joined this the pro board site and he just asked, he asked like a two sentence question once and he received like seven inbox messages <laughs> accusing him of being the golden state killer <laughs> because of the way question. he fr- well because he, he made the same spelling mistake of some other or some other suspect and so they thought it was oh, a okay. stock account of this other person who they suspect uh-huh. and it just seems to have happened the whole be- and now again because there might be there might have been genuine concern that he was there on the board on these on yeah, like yeah. two or three accounts but then any other account that appeared that sounded remotely like these two or three accounts they too were accused of being him oh okay yeah, yeah. so did people were people pretty sure it was those three were one person and uh well yeah yeah there's there's a sorry this fucking dog he just looked to go out now he's looking to come back in sorry give me a sec <laughs> Well, this is the thing. I wanted to do an episode about people on this message board that might have been the Golden State Killer. Yeah. And so looking into it, I could come up with about, well, I could could come up with about a hundred if I wanted to. Yeah, yeah, there's about two or three that were in the community still to this day. People think could have been him. Yeah, and I landed on just rather than it, we'd be here for hours if we were to talk about each one. I just picked yeah, yeah. out one guy to go through that who oh, who okay. is the one that comes up most often, who's the most yeah, likely yeah. suspect, I guess. Uh, so I I guess I would call this the most credible one. Let's say that's fair. So on the morning of. April 24th, 2018, uh, which is the date um, Joseph D'Angelo heard the cops knock at the door. Yeah. Uh, a long-term, long-term, long-time user of pro boards uh, named Cleopatra, real name I assume, uh, she posted the following message on the board. Has anybody noticed any missing posters today? You know why I'm asking. <laughs> very good. Yeah. Very yeah, now, good thought. Yeah. yeah. That would be my first thought. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, now would be the time if, if their suspicions of certain users were warranted, they'd be able to prove it now. So over the next uh, days, weeks and months, users started to document other members of the forum who had not posted since the day of the arrest. And they tried to rule out coincidence. So they only looked at users who posted regularly. Uh, I'm not sure how regular, but whatever they determined to be regular and had been active within 30 days of the arrest. Oh, yeah. So if they hadn't signed on since like the 5th of March, it didn't count. Yeah. yeah. And to eliminate the obvious hoaxers and trolls that had become common on the site, they only included users who had signed up uh, prior to 2018. Essentially prior to... Before the the case became famous. I think essentially prior to like Michelle McNamara's book came out. Yeah, yeah. And it blew up. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they came up with seven names. Wow. But within like four days, I think they had, or sorry, within like three days, they had accounted for four of them. So this left just three. And the focus quickly went to one in particular, a a user called CBK. (laughs) As the reason, uh, (laughs) I I want to get to the name as well. Yeah. Uh, But uh, yeah, and a lot of people weren't surprised to see his name pop up. 
as uh, suspicion had fallen on him prior. Though it may be hindsight bias too, because a lot of users said stuff like, oh, I was suspicious of him back when he said such and such. But were you suspicious of him then or just now you're remembering he said it and you're finding it suspicious? Yeah. Now, unfortunately, and very suspiciously, (laughs) CBK deleted an awful lot of his posts. Oh. And because the board was never massively popular prior to 2018, there's pretty much no screen grabs or archives. Uh, Like this had like two and a half thousand members for a few years, you know. Yeah, there has to be one member in there who just screen grabbed everything every day because they were just obsessed. I I looked, there there is a few of them. There's other users people are suspicious of and there is screen grabs of them. But to be honest, because I'm not a member of the board or or, like I'm not filled in enough, I don't even, I read the screen grabs and I'm like, that doesn't even make sense. I don't know what I'm reading. You know, I don't know why it's suspicious. Oh yeah, because you don't you need to learn their language and early and so on. Yeah, because um, you were saying you were trying to you were trying to get approved into it. You have to be approved to join the board, and I never got approved. You sign up, and you're meant to get an email. Now, to be fair, I probably made, it was probably my fault for picking the username not CBK because <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of a username. And like the only reason I wanted to sign up was to look into this guy. So that was yeah. just in my head, and then I realized, oh, they're gonna think I'm like either and if they genuinely believe CBK is the Golden State Killer now they think that like the Golden State Killer is accessing the internet through prison or something <laughs> or it's a troll they most likely think oh it's, it's another troll coming in yeah I'd so, say they think you're a troll uh, of course of course yeah. but also like to be honest to get in like you're talking about like six, seven years of drama on a message board. You're never going, like for yeah. a podcast, you're never going to go through all that stuff. Like, no, no. <laughs> like I feel like I, I read an awful lot of stuff on these boards and still know very little. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't do anymore. Which, by the way, to make that clear, all my, my source for this is just existing posts and the word of mouth of other people on the boards. Like there's no, there's no YouTube videos or podcasts or LA magazine articles about this stuff, you know? Yeah. yeah. Which is incredible. I'm amazed. Yeah. No one's picked up on it. What a scoop, Johnny. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so only 108 of CBK's original posts are still public. Uh, but the yeah. thing is, deleted posts still show, uh, just not the username who posted them. Ah. Uh-huh. I've been able to confirm at least some of CBK's deleted posts based on the replies. Because if somebody replies to them, it quote, they, they'll mention CBK or it'll say replied to yeah. or whatever for some of them. Uh, others, it's again, you're just going on word of mouth, but we'll get to that later. Uh, but so I just want to go through a quick like history of his, uh, the, the 108 posts that are still public uh, and see yeah. what you make of them, right? So okay. his first post uh, that remains undeleted was left on the 6th of October 2015, uh, replying to a thread on whether users thought the Golden State Killer was alive or dead. He just replied with one word, alive. <laughs> of course. Uh, <laughs> but digging a little deeper, uh, you can find some earlier posts. It would seem his first actual post was on a thread questioning whether the Golden State Killer fathered any children. Ah. And he replied one door. Now, D'Angelo actually had three daughters. Yeah. Uh, 
So some users were re- who really want to believe this user is D'Angelo are quick to point out that uh, he was he had one daughter living with him at the time. But that seems, uh, yeah, I, that's I don't think he'd, yeah, he wouldn't, he had three daughters, he'd reply three daughters. But also other people are like, oh, well, why would he tell how many daughters he had? Yeah. Wouldn't he just lie? Wouldn't it be misdirection? But then my yeah. argument to that would be, well, why post at all? Yeah. He's not going to misdirect authorities because, oh, one random anonymous user on the message board said one daughter. So I guess we, you know, like, yeah, I don't so get search all, search all the men who lived in that area who have a daughter. Yeah. <laughs> well, people keep like, uh, that's one, one thing I noticed. Like, it's kind of like the people who like always, uh, I, I don't know, like they always find what well, conspiracy theorists especially do it, where they just do this mental gymnastics to to yeah. arrive at the conclusion that the conspiracy is real uh yeah. but yeah so yeah i'm not sure about that one he said one daughter he actually has three but the following day on a thread on what age users thought the golden state killer was he replied 20 now we might have no idea of when he started uh, like yeah, yeah. We, i think we both believe he started much younger but the first kill that we know of uh he would have been 30 uh, oh okay which i is believe the father of the victim yeah, yeah. But again, I feel like he, he would have been much younger. Uh, but again, this guy replied 20. So can you see, like, is there any reason people should be suspicious of this guy yet? Because I, I couldn't, like reading it, I was like, why? Why is this guy suspicious? So far, he said he's just gotten three things wrong. Yeah. But this <laughs> is a really good point. But this is like, look, well, no, he's like, right that he was alive. Sorry. but yeah. Well, I guess he was right. Yeah, true. OK, he got two. Yeah, that's a fair point. But still, I think I thought I would have thought he was alive. Yeah. Um, is it the single word answers? I think that's it. I think people thought that was weird, but I think also because he deleted stuff. He would reply and then yeah, delete yeah. them. I think that was the weird behavior. But you know what I mean? Like it's it's like, um, it's nearly that kind of syndrome of, uh, you related this because we went to college together, when like, it, to me, it nearly sounds like, the, maybe it's just the way you're reading it, but when you're in a lecture and there's that one person in the class who almost thinks as if the lecturer is talking specifically to them and they keep going, mm. yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Is it, they think it's like a conversation, not a presentation. Yeah. yeah. And it's almost that like that's it. how that's he was answering yeah. stuff. Like it's, um, but which kind of get, makes me feel like, yeah, an older, because when you described the college set and I was thinking of like certain mature students. I was going to say I feel mature this, it's a mature student thing. Yeah. It's a real old person way of communicating on the internet. Like they overshare yeah. and then delete stuff. Yeah. Like I see that an awful lot. It's always like the older people are, the more inclined they are to like overshare stuff. Like they'll keep sharing like family photos on like a message board. Yeah. yeah. And then like a week later realize they shouldn't be doing that and go in and delete them. And you're like, well, it's been a week. Yeah. So like it's way too late. But yeah, I don't know. I think the, the only interesting thing about some of these posts would be that he deleted them. More interestingly, though, in an undeleted post in 2017 regarding the dates of the crimes, People are asking uh-huh. if they think there's any significance to like the dates because some of his victims were in or around the same dates, like a year later or whatever. Yeah. CBK replied saying, not a theory uh, or anything. He just said this was the killer's, this was close to the killer's birthday. Uh, that turned out to be absolutely true. Oh, wow. So at least we're getting into him getting something. Of course, right. at this time, nobody knew who the killer was. No. Yeah. See, like going out selling his birthday by killing and raping. That's 
It's a bit mad. Well, I looked into that too because then I was curious. It turns out his kills are all close to his birthday or his brother-in-law's birthday or his wife's birthday. Or Yeah. Oh. And I reckon it's because it was those, it's maybe actually we'll go back and uh, call him very smart because I feel like what he was doing is making sure his family won't be watching the news around that period. They'd just be busy and like they wouldn't really pay attention to, because they'd, be, oh, they'd be planning a party and stuff. So they wouldn't hear about the latest victim of the Golden State Killer and then <laughs> wouldn't remember that. You, you know, when they hear the announcement of like, oh, did you notice any suspicious activity from people, you know, or whatever, they wouldn't oh, right. think that, oh, Joseph didn't come home until four in the morning last night. Because there was probably a party and like, they're probably all up late and not even noticed that oh, he <laughs> dipped out or whatever. Well, well I was going to say more like, uh, I suppose, was he married? At what point did he get married? Like he was... Uh, oh, like very early. He, he was married during it. During yeah, because I was going to say, is it a case of like... Um, oh, you were home very late last night. It was like, oh, you know, one of the lads brought me for a beer for my birthday. You know, is that? Well, well it was. <laughs> fam- was go it, it was mostly family birthday. So it was the wife's birthday, and like his literally his. He was very close with his brother in law, so his wife's brother's birthday. But I think it was just they seemed to have had a lot of family barbecues and stuff. So I think they probably oh, yeah, were just yeah. a family that made big deal out big deal out of birthdays. So it was just he was assured they were occupied and just wasn't yeah. paying attention to the news. Just just arrive home at five in the morning with a couple of steaks under your arms. Like, oh, I, I just realised we were at a steak for the party tomorrow. It was, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, I think just more, uh, well, just to emphasize this again, mine, my thing is more the psychological aspect of you hear about it when, like they say, know, like if you, you know this, like this, yeah, like you won't notice unusual behavior more so. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I know. I thought that was a weird enough one. Yeah. In a thread about the possible, like possible other states where Golden State Killer might have killed, CBK suggested Florida. Uh, as far as we know, as of yet, anyway, he didn't kill anybody in Florida. But now that we know who he is, uh, we do know that he had family in Florida and he did oh, frequent yeah. Florida during the, during the time of his spree. This could yeah. just be a lucky guess, though, but I can see why people would see that and think, oh, OK, that's interesting. Also, if you were going to say there was a apart from or any like uh, apart from. LA, where do you think the serial killer killed people? I would instantly just say Florida. So, um. yeah, yeah. Florida's where most of them are, yeah, it seems. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe that's just from watching Dexter. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But also, again, people, I don't, we only would have known this after. I don't, this isn't, isn't something people would have seen as being suspicious originally because it's only after D'Angelo is arrested that it makes sense, you know? Yeah, so yeah, I've yet to see why actually people were suspicious of CBK originally, you know. Yeah. So far, the, the things that he has gotten right are stuff that, well, these only become creepy now that we know he was right. But what did he say at the time? I feel like a lot of people weren't suspicious at the time and are retroactively pretending they were, is what I'm saying, essentially. Yeah, yeah I know what you mean. Now, so he's been on the board a few years at this point. And he actually starts getting more involved in conversations from the looks of things, like in 2017, say. Though this is where most of the posts are deleted. Looking into it, according to people on the board anyway, almost all the conversations that he deleted around this period were when he started to ask an awful lot of questions about people's opinions on how likely it was that they could match the Golden State Killer's DNA sample. Uh, <laughs> and he, he would just ask a lot of forensics questions and then once somebody answered 
and, and like he got yeah. a, a proper answer, he would just delete the thread. Uh, <laughs> which is, <laughs> seems really stupid as well. Like that seems so yeah, suspicious. That kind of sounds like a really good reason as to why they suspect it was him. I can understand that. I think this is where suspicion falls on him. My problem with this is this seems like a different person now because this seems so suspicious to start a thread asking about DNA yeah, yeah. and then you delete it. But this could explain why he says such a weird, like why he gets information wrong at other points. Yeah, yeah. there's like other oh, suspicious of me, so I'll say so. I'll say something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But here's one. So in all the stuff I looked up, oh, all that's at, at this point as well, he starts quoting George Orwell an awful lot for some reason. <laughs> okay. and I, I like went through my brain to try and think that because I had a feeling the Golden State Killer had referenced George Orwell, but I don't believe he did. Yeah. Oh, it is quite weird. But here's one. Now, I found it like because I read this comment and I thought that's a very weird thing to say and just a weird thing to have even replied to so I had to look into this one it was one that didn't get any attention but I just find this one of the most fascinating posts and I might be alone here so in 2017 there's a thread about a new suspect based on a photo from a town hall meeting okay and yeah nothing really got to do with the actual topic being discussed a user comes in and he just makes a joke, just an offhand, typical internet joke. And he just says, the Golden State Killer sounds like the kind of guy who would be absent from school on picture day. <laughs> yeah. CBK comes in out of nowhere and replies, yes, his senior year in high school would be one of them. <laughs> As it turns out. Joseph D'Angelo has no senior year uh, photo in his school yearbook. That's so weird. Uh, he dropped out a few months earlier and he, uh, whatever they call it, the GED or whatever, he got after high yeah. school. But this, <laughs> this is back to my example of like a student in college who doesn't get that they don't really understand the setting of the conversation. So it's almost as if he thought everyone on this forum was pretending that they're the killer and they're answering the questions in like themselves <laughs> in a third person perspective. <laughs> and then every so often they break the fourth wall and ask like other questions. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's as, if he, it's, them. it's as if he thought everybody was LARPing and he, he didn't get that that's not what it was. Or something. I don't know. It's just in, so he was giving away real answers as if, He's like, it's like, oh, I know the answer to this one. Like, yeah. Because you know, it's like me, he you know. Get, he clearly didn't get like internet humor either. Like whoever this guy was, obviously an older person, I would say that's a certainty. Yeah. Well, I think it's fascinating that he got, because that's such a weird thing to get right. <laughs> to say that he he essentially just doesn't have a yearbook photo because he's just replying to a joke as well it's so inconsequential yeah. like why he even chooses to reply to it is bizarre or like all i can think is if it was if it wasn't him it's someone who in the exact same context of what i'm saying is someone who doesn't really understand the what how the forum works or how the conversation works and stuff mm. someone who in their head thinks it's someone very specific and they know stuff about that specific person and they're and then that one is a coincidence. You know what I mean? Like that there's, um, 
like how many people missed their senior year photo. You know what I mean? But that's the only other explanation I can come up with for the way that those answers are, que- are those questions are yeah, answered. Yeah. You see, the thing is, it's so specific too, though. Like the the other user just jokes that oh, he sounds like the kind of guy who'd be absent yeah. from school on picture day, and then he replies, "Yes, his senior year in high school would be one time." It's just yeah. so like dead sort of serious just being like this is a fact (laughs) like i know who that is yeah (laughs) but uh, to go on anyway so in february 2018 so not long before the arrest now we're coming up a few months away uh there is a discussion about golden state killers five-year gap uh the one I said at the start, I think it started in 1981. Uh, people are theorizing, like, what what happened? Why, what, what's the reason for the five-year gap? Uh, of course, the classic one is that he's in prison for something else. Yeah. Uh, CBK comes in and says, he moved out of state, got married, started a family within that five-year gap. <laughs> now, he was, in fact, already married at this point. But now it's very hard. I in it, Thankfully, it's very hard to find out information about his daughters because they've got nothing got to do with the case. Yeah, of course. Uh, so I couldn't find all of their date of births. Uh, I did find that one was born. I don't know if it's the oldest or the youngest or the middle child. I think there's only three, but one at least was born in 1982. Oh, okay. uh, He did also move. I don't know if he moved out of state, but he did move in 1981 or two. And yeah. a family friend moved in with them around that period too. Uh, so I think most of what he said here, other than them getting married, he is right. That uh, essentially his house became a lot more crowded. He moved and he, his house got more crowded. Yeah, and that's the reason for the five-year gap. And having, having a kid is tiring. Like you would know. Yeah. You haven't gotten a chance to kill anybody since you've had a kid. Would you, would you say that was a good guess? Or is that, like, does that make you think, oh, maybe, maybe this is him? Yeah, it's kind of, I could just try to imagine this person replying. <laughs> just kind of, it just seems to be like, is that thrown out there as a theory? But it's. I love, but, the, but it's three theories. You know what I mean? It's yeah. he got married, he moved out of state, he had a kid. But is it presented as in like it could be one of these three, or is it it's these three? Or you know what I mean? It's um, yeah. The way it's written, I would say it's all he means all three. Yeah, that he's saying he got married, they moved, and he had a kid. Um, I would that would be my guess, but who knows? But I do love the direction this has gone, where you're not even really concerned if this is the Golden State Killer or not. You're just like interested <laughs> in the person posting. <laughs> you're just fascinated by their personality. I, yeah. You don't even care. Like this could be anybody. Yeah, <laughs> but I kind of hope it is him. <laughs> Basically, this is this is going to sound very. It's probably the most millennial thing I've ever said. But he sounds like such a boomer, you know. <laughs> He does sound like a boomer. That's absolutely. <laughs> so I can't think of another way to express that. Like it's except to use dumb generational name terms that exist. Which aren't even really a thing in Ireland. Like no. The whole generational term thing is really only American. It's only it's it's very based on American culture and that's all. Yeah, it's only recently they've kind of like started to be used here. Like only around the time people started giving out about millennials. That was the first time I ever even heard of generations being a thing. Yeah, me too. Um I'd never heard of to me, Gen- Generation X was a WWF wrestling stable in the in the Attitude Era. I, I, that was all I knew about Generation yeah. X. 
Wasn't it like a Pepsi ad or something? Is that um, possibly? Yeah, that's, that's my vague, vague recollection of it. But it's yeah, it's so weird. And now the internet's full of people arguing about which generation was better. It's madness. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's all based on socioeconomic uh, data from the US. So exactly. It yeah, yeah. It doesn't really apply to our society. It's usually because like the generations start with like the lost generation, like the generation that came back from World War One. Oh, then there's then, the greatest generation, then the baby boomers. Yeah, and um, like they're all generations that, well, we didn't have any of them. Like, no, no. In fact, like, especially when it comes to like baby boomers, because that's about how that refers to just how, um, just how well America was doing post World War Two. And like, yeah, well, every other country that was in the war was doing shit. So, so the generation yeah. was totally different. Yeah, yeah. We, so it's be like our, well, it'd be my, our parents were kind of born that age. Um, but it's, yeah, they were born into a shitty Yeah, time. it wasn't, it wasn't, there was no boom. So like, you can't, yeah. like, there's no baby boomers in Russia because Russia was not booming post-World War II. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, uh, <laughs> well, uh, sorry, that's a bit of a tangent. I think as it, as it evolves and gets more into more recent generations, they have a lot more in common because of the internet and communication. Yeah, like true, true. Nice way to tie it back to the internet. We'll get back to his posts in a minute, but uh, I just I just want to focus on that name, CBK, because you laughed yes. as soon as I said CBK, you laughed. So uh, why 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 did you laugh? I I just thought it was really funny because it's like okay. CSK, CBK, yeah, and I was like, I knew there was going to be something more to it that you were going to have something. Well, it sounds like as soon as I saw it, I just thought that sounds like a serial killer moniker. Yeah, but no, sorry, yeah, that's why. Sorry, yeah, that's exactly it. Like you just think, oh, the CBK killer striked again. It's like yeah. I don't even know what it means. It just sounds like a serial killer. Well, I guess because there's bind there, there was the BTK killer. Who, that's that what was, I'm thinking of. Yeah. Actually, I always hated that name because it was the bind, the BTK Strangle killer, killer the bind, bind torture kill. Oh, bind torture kill. Sorry, yeah. But like, so it's he's the bind torture kill killer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like DC Comics being like Detective Comics. Comics. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that name so much. DC yeah. Comics, Detective Comics, Comics. But isn't the whole point is it doesn't stand for Detective Comics anymore? But that's well, not, yeah. What doesn't matter? But we know, we know. That that's what did start first. So you can't yeah, just yeah. you can't just pretend that's not the name anymore. Yeah. Unless they want to drop the trademark of the technical yeah. comics, then I'd believe them. Yeah, it's like MTV television. But um yeah, so some on the pro boards reckon that it could mean something like cold blooded killer, that that might be a name he'd choose for himself. Uh, but like but pure pure speculation, really. But what is interesting, and I, I never heard this before, but if you Look in, because he had so many names, like the press gave him so many. Yeah. The one of them he was given briefly before they realized that he, that it was the same, it was the same guy as fucking whichever, whoever he was operating at at the time. But he had been given the name the Creek Bed Killer at one point. Ah. Uh, which is a great, great movie serial killer name, the Creek Bed Killer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, others reckon, yeah, that it's like like BTK. It's like creep bind kill, oh, which is kind of yeah. how he. Now I have another theory of what it means, and I can't believe 
I searched, I just searched these words on all the message boards to see if anybody else is as hilarious as I am and came up with it. Nobody <laughs> okay. did. Uh, so you listened to the podcast I done with Gordo recently. We talked yeah. about how he um, would drink beer. Oh, during- <laughs> Yeah, and people and detectives reckons he never actually drank them. It was just to throw authorities off to make them think like he's just this slobbish drunk guy. Yeah, I don't know. I believe he he drank them. Uh, the beers he drank in particular were Coors. So yeah, I think it stands for Coors Beer Killer. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I mean, come on, the Coors that's Beer Killer. You, imagine that's like the name I, know, I know Gordo kept referring to like. Uh, the wet bandits from Home Alone, but imagine he wanted to be known as the Coors Beer Killer. Like that was, he was trying to get like the media to call him that. So he kept leaving Coors Beer there. For whatever reason, he just thought that was a cool name. And <laughs> like the worst name ever. So that was his, that was his signature and like no one put it together. <laughs> That's years. even what CBK is trying to do. <laughs> but we'll get to other users now just for a sec because it's worth going into yeah. This goes back a few years, but in 2015, a user by the name of R.E.R. Rare, he appeared on the same board and he introduced himself as Robert from Texas. And very quickly, within minutes from what I could see, uh, CBK replied to him and he was just, uh, oh, very nice to hear from you, Robert. Welcome to the board. Just yeah. CBK never done this to anybody else to join the board, but straight away he was there to welcome Robert from Texas. Yeah. And funnily enough, Robert from Texas, whenever he would reply to something, whenever he'd post, like, in would come CBK saying, oh, I agree, and vice versa. The boat yeah. got on very well on the board. <laughs> Voting each other all along. Yeah. Now, again, unfortunately, I can't actually find any of Rob from Texas Texas uh, posts because he was banned from the board yeah. <laughs> uh, so you can't even view his user account so you oh, can't yeah. see all his posts you might have guessed why he was banned because it became very obvious to the mods and admins that Robert from Texas and CBK were the same people Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and this seems to have been quite common they reckon there's like I think there's five accounts they know for sure that were all CBK because they would just they'd yeah. only ever come in and respond to his posts and it'd oh, be like nothing else. minutes. Yeah, yeah. And their IP, I don't know if they tracked the IP address or just they were posting from the same region or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and it's just very obvious. And I just think there has to be instances where like he forgot to change the account and just replied That could be why some of his answers make no sense. Oh, yeah. Like, who knows? Yeah, I, you said I didn't even think of that, but that could be like, he might be meant to, or he's just like so confused. He signed in on like a different tab as like Rob from Texas and he reply, he's responding to the wrong thread, like. Yeah, yeah. I never, I hadn't thought of that, but like, yeah, if he's in, because he's definitely, we know this is an older guy without question. Yeah. Whoever this is, it's a boomer. So if he has like four <laughs> or five tabs opened, all signed in on different accounts, he's going to start replying to the wrong threads. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, I'd not thought that at all. That's so obvious, but I yeah, like I would do that, <laughs> and I'm not that old. But uh, but I know what you mean. It's uh, <laughs> very obvious. Most of you do something. Like <laughs> yeah. Now, also, like it could be. I think the, the guy is clever enough too. Like um, Golden State Killer. Yeah. A lot of the time when he deletes his like 
he'll come in on a trade, ask about DNA, then delete his question. And then Rob from Texas will come in and just change the topic. And that's probably why he created it. It's kind of oh, like to yeah. kind of hide the trace of him being there. That yeah, yeah. people want to kind of notice the gap in conversation or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but what's interesting about Rear as well, it's also interesting that he just used another abbreviation. But the, the username is interesting because it turns out R-E-R, or Red Eye Radio, is the name of a radio station that Joseph D'Angelo is a massive fan of. Oh, wow. And in his time in a, the mental institution when he was being evaluated before standing trial, yeah. a porter from the institution confirmed this, that he asked him to download him the R-E-R podcasts. So oh, wow. that is interesting, this user had chosen that name. Yeah. You starting to get suspicious? Yeah, this is cool. <laughs> because when you're trying to think of other usernames, like, you know, um, you think of stuff you know, you know. Just like what I said at the beginning, like, I, I, what did I think for my username when I tried signing up to this site? Not CBK, because it's just what I was, I was reading about him at yeah. the time. So if he was, li- like, he would have been listening to, you know, his favorite radio station. He needs to think of a new, re- new username, so he just types R-E-R. Yeah, yeah. Like that's how most usernames are born, right? Yeah, absolutely. Now, again, this another aside. This is another user. So it could be another CPA or CBK SOC account, but I didn't find any interaction between the two. So I don't, I assume not. I'm only thinking CBA, it's a CBK SOC account if he interacted with them. But yeah. a user called Galata, Galita, uh, it's a name of a place in California anyway. He posted this following message in 2016. As we all know, serial killers relive their deeds through sense stimulation, whether it be music, visual aids, the smell of cooked grass, etc. For Richard Romero's, it was listening to Night Prowler by ACDC. And for ears, he's there, your rapist, it was yeah. The Spy by the Doors. So this was left in 2016. Uh, yeah. That information had never been out there before that. This user just came in and posted that. How could anybody know that? Like, that's... And he just said it is, in fact, as if... If this is in like all the books about the Golden State Killer, this is just in there, but it's not. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it did come out, it was confirmed to be true in interviews following his arrest, uh, interviews with an ex girlfriend. Uh, she said that the Golden State Killer was a massive Doors fan and had a fascination with Jim Morrison in particular. And he would listen to that song during sex. <sighs> so, uh, wow. This guy was either a lucky guess or. He deducted something somehow that nobody else did. Like maybe, yeah. maybe somewhere, maybe it was never published in a book, but maybe there's some witness testimony that he listened to this song while he was in the house or something. Yeah. And this user just put that together. That's crazy. But he's very specific to say they use it as like an aid to relive the deed. And he's yeah, saying yeah. that's absolute fact. And it seems like there is some truth in what he said. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so as you can imagine, many people uh, found this one of the more ominous ones. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just going to say, let people know, we uh, had some technical difficulties. So we actually took a break there and are recording this like a week later. Yeah, so... Uh, People probably wouldn't have noticed, but just because I might say, oh, last time we were recording... Or, you know, people will just be like, why, is, oh, why yeah, does Johnny yeah. keep saying last time when this is the same episode? But uh, yeah, so we just came back from getting cut off where we were talking about 
the Jim Morrison song, The Doors song, that oh, the, yes. the user claimed the Golden State Killer listened to uh, to reminisce, I guess. Uh, yeah, well, like well, initially to get him sort of hyped up was the suggestion, I guess. And he would later listen to it to relive the the moments of his crimes. And the, the user said this in 2016, two years before it was, before D'Angelo was arrested. And so before it was confirmed in interviews with Next that he did in fact have a huge Doors <laughs> uh, obsession and used to listen to them before sex. Uh, so a very strange post. Uh, hype himself up. Um, so yeah, I having having thought about it over a week, I have a couple of things I think um, irrelevant to put uh, that. But yeah, sorry, the the doors thing is like that's. I I was kind of saying like, oh, that's a good like that can't be a guess. You know what I mean? It's just it's too specific. Like you could pick any band, you could pick like that is a common thing for serial killers or rapists or even people just reminisce, reminisce about hanging out with their friends. Like that's the thing people do. That's just something you do. Like, um, yeah, 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 exactly. Like it's a very, uh, it, music is very psychologically like connected to visual stimuli and stuff like that. So um, like I find that like if I'm reading a book or a comic book and I happen to be listening to a certain album, like months later, I listen to the album again and I feel like I'm getting like flashbacks of the book or something. You know what I mean? Like I kind of like, oh yeah, and that's right. I'll start thinking yeah, yeah. Well, arcs. We were talking just before we started recording about like Tarantino movies. Yeah. And like anytime I hear, uh, oh, what is the name of the song now? Oh, Brother Loves Traveling Something Show. It's the, it's a <laughs> Neil Diamond song. But I yeah. love that song, but like it's used so well in that movie and specifically the trailer for that movie that anytime I hear it now, I just see a montage of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> I need to watch. Because uh, it just fits so well with that. It, it, it's great. Or like when I hear the Hans Zimmer, the Hans Zimmer piano music from Man of Steel, I just like oh, remember yeah. that brilliant second trailer. <laughs> Yeah, you think of the trailer that was like way better than the movie that was. Yeah, that was to- like so totally different. Um. <laughs> now the other thing with his with the doors though, so everything, all of that is true, as in like yeah. the connection with music and that. So going with that logic, is it that lucky of a guess, or is it just an obvious guess that a man of that age in California in the sixties and seventies would have been a massive Doors fan? Yeah. Is that like saying a, a 20, a 21 year old girl now would like love Billie Eilish? You know, it just yeah. that'd be or pretty. Or BTK or something. <laughs> yeah. Or not so. BTK. Sorry, not BTK. Yeah. To bind yeah. The, 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 <laughs> Zoomers. Zoomers <laughs> love to bind the torture kill killer. <laughs> BTS. BTS. Wait, that's brilliant. That should be a t shirt. <laughs> It was like a picture of the whoever the serial killer is, but with B, with the font, the BTS font, done in that like K-pop style, and just BTK. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna design that tomorrow when, <laughs> when I'm in work looking for something to do. Uh, that's a great idea. I I have in one of my notes here. It's relevant to this. I was thinking so. I was kind of talking about, um, like we were saying, this thing of like being a boomer and the way he's like the conversation, the way he replies to posts and stuff is mm. like, it's like he doesn't really understand how that communication works or something. But I was kind of thinking about it after because I was re-listening to a few snippets there. And I was thinking, so he maybe if it like, so let's say it is him, right? It is GSK, it is your man. 
he doesn't actually probably know that much about the theories and the official stories that like all these super fans on the forum know about. He just knows it from his perspective. So he's just yeah. giving, he's just responding from what he knows. So he's not like, I was thinking maybe he isn't trolling them. He's just being honest on how he remembers things. And like from his perspective, this is how things happened. And maybe he gets dates wrong or years wrong and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Or, or, um, I was thinking that, yeah, he's purposely giving, uh, misinformation, uh, that most fans should know. Uh, but then spills in little bits of tr- truth of info about himself in other answers because he thinks he's really clever, but he's just trolling them. Yeah. Well, you know? like the, the stuff he gets wrong are the stuff you he should never tell anyway. Like, as in how many yeah. daughters did he have? Well, you'd never want to tell an honest answer like that. Whereas, because yeah. I guess why I find it so creepy is the stuff, the stuff that he gets right are things that n- you would, there's no possible way you could figure it out that yeah. it's him by it. It's only when he gets caught that you realise, oh, he was right about that. Like the best example being the when the user makes the joke, Golden State Killer sounds like the type of guy who would miss school on yeah, yeah. And he says senior year would have been one of them. That means nothing until he's caught and it's completely inconsequential. So like him replying to that is just like for his own amusement, making a joke. <laughs> Right, because he knows that he sees a a user write that and he's just like, oh, that's funny, he's right. And it's almost like a friend, like, because he's friends with these people on the board at this point, like talking to them. And he just finds that funny that this guy got it right. So he just adds to it. You don't know if, because like, if if that's anybody else just adding to it, well, it's just, you're just like commenting, you're saying, you're just adding to the joke. Either way, it doesn't. I think it's, I think it's, I think you're more correct that he's just like, oh, they got that right. Now I'm just going to fill in that little bit of story or whatever. I was thinking about the one daughter thing and I was thinking, it's really dark. But to his knowledge, because we know he followed his victims and rang them and followed and stalked them well after his attacks and stuff. Up until 2001. Is it possible that he thinks, yeah, is it possible that he thinks they mean, did he father any children with his victims? And he knows of that he followed, he fathered one daughter with the victim. And that's what he's referring to, not his children with his wife. But how would he know that? And we know that that hasn't happened. But do we? That's what I'm saying. It's just. Yeah, yeah, I think we do. Oh, okay. That's, that's why I was asking you, because you, you know yeah. more about it. Did they know? Did he father any children? Unless like somebody completely just never reported an incident, which is quite possible too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, like, I, I do expect that there's probably, like, there probably is victims that just never came forward. So uh, it could be, but then if they never even came forward, I don't know how he would know that. You well, know? that's what I mean, if he kept stalking, continued stalking people or following them, you know, is where I was thinking. I was saying, like, to the best of his knowledge, he has. But if he's just going by, oh, like, this person had a kid shortly after I attacked them, then he would probably, if, if that's the line of thinking he's going with, then he, his answer should probably be, like, 30 because he yeah. raped so many people and like they were all of an age where they were getting married and having kids so yeah, yeah. like they could have already been pregnant when he attacked them and they didn't even know it or whatever yeah as was the odds of him because he attacked so many women like uh, you see my thing with the answers to those questions it's like well it can't be misdirect because why would he think that that'd matter and i said i won't go into it because yeah. we've already we're kind of just repeating ourselves but he would just not comment if that was the case yeah, we um, but just because we're back talking about CBK now, but just to go back to the guy who came out with the the doors line. Oh, sorry, I thought I had I thought that was CBK. Sorry, 
No, no, this was another guy. He um, yeah. definitely isn't the Golden State Killer, at least. We actually know that because he did log into his account a week. He, he was missing. He went yeah. missing just before D'Angelo's arrest. But he did log in a week after. Oh, okay. So he was suspected as a, he was one of the three that I talked about at the start that uh, yeah was on the list of people that could be him because they stopped signing in after the arrest. But he never posted again, but he did sign in a week after. Strange. Or to the best of my knowledge, he, he never posted again. I could I could be wrong about that. Well, I still, it's, I don't know if that makes it more bizarre that this guy knew that or not. It just sounds like it was somebody that knew him personally, maybe. Yeah, like uh, that's that's kind of that was what that was one of your theories with was it CBK as well or that there's there's people who either just knew knew him personally and knew who he was and stuff and that, or like that there was someone in law enforcement and maybe there was theories as as you said like victims talked about this type of music being played yeah so it's and maybe it's a case that like they knew him like D'Angelo didn't even know that they knew. Say like yeah. there's a serial killer going around Dublin, and you just put it together that it was me, and you just never, you just never called me out on it. <laughs> but you were just like, I know it is him, and then like you'd go on message yeah. boards, and you'd like just, or you'd be like, I'm Try not, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent. It's Johnny, but I'm like eighty five percent. So I'm just gonna try, I'm just gonna try out the snippets that I that I've observed, and yeah. I'll see if they if it pays off. See if it sticks. <laughs> Some serial killers listen to music to relive the moment. For the the Dublin Bay Butcher, it's uh, the, the music from the, the second trailer of Man of Steel. <laughs> like you just get that specific with it. And I'm on the board, meanwhile, be like, who the fuck? Who the fuck knows? <laughs> Take a spin, now you're in with the techno set. You're going surfing on the internet. But that's, I think, there's probably a lot of people on that forum who they think that, like, as in they have an uncle or a neighbor or a friend who they think could be this person because of where they live, yeah. the time period and all that kind of stuff. And so then they're basing their theories with that, as in they've already come to the conclusion. So they're looking for evidence to back up their conclusion, as you were saying with conspiracy theorists and stuff, how they like, they'll do a bit of um, uh, mental gymnastics to come to the conclusion. So then yeah, yeah, and kind of work in, back, in their backwards. belief system, they believe it's this person or, you know, it was a Mexican rancher who likes diamonds. <laughs> well, how about this one? So there was another user uh he was suspected going by comments on i saw on reddit at one point at least this guy was was um suspected of being another sock account for cbk i don't think he was at all and the main reason was because there's no interaction between the two and oh, when yeah. cbk had like the robert from texas sock account they were, they interacted together this post kind of sounds like um it could be somebody who maybe uh, it, it essentially sounds like how a serial killer would act if he was on a board and people were talking bad about him. <laughs> uh, so the user yeah. went by the name Unclear, but he's since been, I don't know if he deleted his account himself or he was banned from the board, but he, he's no longer there either way. But he just starts a thread called Golden State Killer is just smarter than you all. Than you all. <laughs> and his post is, he's just smarter than all of you. Sorry. I have to zoom in on this because it's such a long... <clears throat> he has a higher intellect than almost all of you and all the detectives over the past 40 years. He plotted and planned things that most of you 
all would never think about. He had above average physical agility and could hop fences almost like a like Spider-Man. And then in brackets, he just has muscular ties. <laughs> his only downfall physically was his small penis, which from bullying from other guys and laughing from girls led him to contemplate and carry out these acts. When he called the police and said he would tonight, I don't know what, and he's caught and stuff. Uh, you dumb fucks will never catch me. He did something that... Oh, he's sorry. This guy's censoring himself. He's oh, talking right. about the R word, I guess. Uh, and 40 years later, he was never caught. The problem with the investigation is none of the detectives or these wannabe internet sleuths have ever realized that they are operating on a much lower mental capacity or intelligence than the killer. Once you realize and accept that, or, and accept that you are not as smart as him, then you can begin your investigation. No one wants to understand their intellectual pitfalls and shortcomings. Ignorance is leading everyone in the wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Now, I think it's more likely a troll that's somebody really wanting to present themselves, like how offended a serial killer would be to discover a board that doesn't, yeah. doesn't appreciate or respect his... Because it's, too, it's me, too good. Like, Yeah, that makes me think like that's something written by people who pretend to be vampires type. Mm. <laughs> now, the thing, thing is, the way it is written, at least from my memory, because there was some like note notebooks and there was a poem and like a weird page called just titled Homework that they found in a few couple of the crime scenes from the Golden State Killer. Yeah, I and I still I, since D'Angelo has been caught and charged and sentenced now I guess there's probably more information on them but at the time when I was researching it for the Dose Conspiracy Guys episode there was no information on them but the way they were written they sound this, this guy actually sounds quite like the person who wrote those pages oh yeah but that's what, what, what he's going for I guess yeah and wasn't that him um, he'd he was still working on like his high school homework. That's what, at least that, I think <laughs> when he was like in his 30s. Yeah, but I think that was just my theory on that episode. I'm not sure. I can't really remember. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it uh, did seem like that. Yeah, he was still. And now, oh, I mean, we do know he didn't complete <laughs> senior year of uh, high school. Well, he did eventually, I guess. But no, I think that guy, I just think that's a very funny tweet or tweet uh, response. Well, it's the thread he started, actually. Brilliant. And bringing up the his only downfall being his physical, uh, his only physical downfall being his penis size is just a very funny. Because I do, I that, no my 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 favorite part is in brackets strong ties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true though, like that is like he he yeah. had like really muscular. Well, I guess this guy would have known that. That was witness testimony said that that he had like really muscly legs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The one, like, I'm just thinking back to like, just you and Gordo going through the whole killer and stuff. It was like, just the fucking balls on him. Like the mad shit he did. Like, yeah. Proper, like this, he was just so brazen and so like, I don't want to say brave, but you know what I mean? Like he didn't seem afraid of anything. It's just bonkers. Yeah. Well, I guess like that could be, I, I would love to know what like psychologists that have um worked with him now say about him because like I, I wonder what's wrong yeah. is there something wrong with his brain that he doesn't have fear or whatever yeah because that's um 
I was listening to uh, that last podcast on the left and they were talking about uh, this female serial killer. And um, and one of the things they brought up is like, and like many of serial killers, uh, she re- she suffered a childhood head trauma that basically gave her brain damage. Mm. And they were talking about it. Like she essentially had no empathy or fear. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. And all this, and they're just like saying, like it was the same with was it is it Dean and someone else, like loads of famous serial killers. They were all like had a bad fall or were, were like beaten unconscious by their dad when they were a kid or something. Like, yeah. So I wondered, did he have something like that? Like that, it's like literally his fear center was just broken. You know. And, uh, yeah, yeah. It could could very well be because it does seem like he just had none. Uh, but either way, yeah, I don't reckon this guy's cbk or the golden state killer i just think it's kind of a funny i think it probably is just a troll but yeah. i think it'd be hilarious if that was if cb or if golden state killer was on the tread and that they're the kind of yeah. posts he was leaving that'd just be very funny uh, rather than the stuff cbk <laughs> yeah but yeah. <laughs> sure we've been talking so long now but i think we should just get yeah. back to cbk's posts on on april 20th of 2018 um so actually we're getting very close to the end days for D'Angelo. Uh, but this a user named Andrew started a thread uh, positing the question, what if the Golden State Killer had an identical twin? <laughs> uh, this is based on, there was a theory for a long time that there was two people operating to get, that they were operating together because some witnesses or victims had thought they heard him talking to somebody. Now, yeah. we now know that that probably, because he, he has, and this could have been him trying to like, make himself sound insane when he was get when he got caught but he referred to like having a, a voice in his head called jerry that wanted to do all these things and like so maybe that's who he was talking to i remember even at the time even yeah. before they caught him there was there was many um reports that he might have talked to somebody while he was there i'm pretty sure he done that on part that was just him because he used to also pretend to be a yeah. junkie Oh, he yeah. used to walk around twitching and pretending he was just looking for drugs. Yeah, yeah. wasn't it? He'd just tell people, I'm not going to hurt you. I just want money. Yeah. So I think Stuff. him talking to he was talking to himself to just like sound like a crazy person to throw people off. So as they'd report that and that's then that's what they're looking yeah. for. They're looking the for cops mania. wouldn't be looking for. Yeah, they're not looking for a sane person who's walking around. But a lot of people either way thought that it, it, it led some. It led them to think that he had a partner. And then this person's positing the question that he might have had an identical twin. And I guess they're going with it. Because, you know, he'd leave the room for half an hour and then come back. Maybe it was somebody else that came back. I don't even know if this guy is serious. But either way, <laughs> the last person to comment on the thread was CBK. With very cryptic words, he just said twinless twin. Oh. Now, we would, and this is something users at the board had pointed, will have pointed out since D'Angelo was arrested. Uh, yeah. We now know that D'Angelo's father, this is quite weird actually, he, he, he abandoned the family and he moved to Asia and he remarried and he had three children yeah. and he named all his new children after the three children he abandoned in America. That's so fucking weird. Oh my God. Bizarre. So there was a little like Asian baby named Joseph D'Angelo. And so people theorize that this is what CBK is referring to. That his, he was a twinless twin because he had a half brother with the same name as him. <laughs> I bet he's changed his name now. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I just love like, an Asian kid named Joseph D'Angelo. Yeah. 
It's also like that is crazy. Like he just just replaced his family with a new one of the same. Like, <laughs> yeah. Can you can you imagine being like, you know, okay, little Joseph, you love football and the doors <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. drinking cores, <laughs> light beer. <laughs> or like he's just just trying to relive whatever it's say the ten years of his life that he was married before whatever made him leave. He's just literally making them like act it all out like a play. <laughs> But with everything we've been talking about CBK, whether he's the gun secular or not, he's definitely an older man. Definitely. Like he's a boomer. I don't think anybody of that age would use a twinless twin to mean anything other than what it historically means. And that's somebody who only one twin survived. Yeah, yeah. Like that's what a twinless twin means. And I've gotten the impression watching or reading like posts of people theorizing how cryptic this means this is they've just never heard that phrase before that was my first thought when you said it was he was a twin but he's he just he survived yeah and his twin died at birth it's only when i saw like other users point out oh he had a his father had a family another family and they all had the same name that was the only time i was like oh okay that is a bit weird maybe that is what he means but i would highly doubt it because that's just not what a twinless a twinless twin just means something else yeah so why would you use it to imply that yeah I'd, yeah i don't think that's i just don't think it would occur to him yeah and uh so maybe jerry is his dead twin brother <laughs> <laughs> well i think yeah like we we do know we know enough about his family now though i think if that meant if there was any more legitimacy to that phrase or to him saying that i think we'd probably know but it's 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 answers like that that just make me think he's just trolling like he's he he again he thinks he's really clever and he's messing with people or is he even trolling or is he just doing what everybody else does on the board and just guessing yeah maybe just guessing random yeah. shit because there's so much of, of that just on the board yeah yeah because he thinks that's how it works <laughs> I don't know do you want me to get to because well you already know that CBK disappeared from the board mm. do you want me to just get to his final post? yeah yeah go for it yeah. so there was a discussion in 2015 started in 2015 yeah. uh, regarding where users believed the Golden State Killer lived now is in currently yeah CBK responded Rancho Cordova just a few blocks from number one meaning victim number one. Oh wow and this this Tread started in 2015 and had no activity for you because it was such an old tread and he just came in and replied yeah. in 2018. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> now, this proved n- not actually to be accurate, but a lot of people will do insane mental gymnastics to try and make it sound accurate. Uh, D'Angelo was living in Citrus Heights at the time of his arrest, which is like just it's 10 miles from Rancho Cardoba. Yeah. So he wasn't, but a lot of people go, oh, well, he was, he was arrested very close to where CBK said. He, he wasn't. 10 miles is not very close. No, it's not. <laughs> in fairness, most of the general public were shocked to learn he was even still living in Sacramento. A lot of people were, were shocked to learn he was even still in California. The fact that he stuck around the general area to where he committed all his crimes yeah. is insane. And a lot of people reckoned that he had just moved on, that he was living in like Washington now. Oh, yeah. Or wherever, you know, and that's why he, he kind of stopped because, like, he didn't know these areas. He had no yeah. connections. Um, so in that sense, I guess it's a, a surprise that CBK was that close. But I still think 10 miles, he, he's a bit off. Yeah. As for victim number one, well, 
does he mean the first? He he was he was arrested very close to where a first victim of something was. He talking about the first murder, the first rape, or and, like, and the first murder was the father of the daughter he was trying to kidnap. But he might not oh, see yeah. that as because that, that was like yeah. also that like I don't think he'd see that as victim number one because he didn't set out to kill them. Yeah, that was incidental. He probably saw that as like self-defense in his warped mind. Yeah. Because, yeah. oh, he interrupted me trying to kidnap the daughter. <laughs> so that was his fault. <laughs> so I don't know who, it's impossible to tell who he would have considered victim number one. Yeah, exactly. So there is a few, you can actually, it's not far from a first victim of something. Yeah. So he's kind of right about that part, I guess. Uh, but yeah, about, about three hours drive from where the first murder actually happened. So... I don't know. I don't know if he if I would consider that that special of a a last post. But what is more interesting about his last post is when it was left at twenty third of April at eleven p.m. roughly, two thousand and eighteen. So if that date does that date sound familiar at all to you? Well, not the date, but uh, I was just uh, he, Joseph D'Angelo was arrested about twelve hours later. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy and this user who left that final post never posted again that's um that brings it home <laughs> yeah the timing is pretty chilling i would say yeah now that was the the time he posted would have been like 12 hours before he was arrested or something the log off time the last time he like signed out of the site or signed in i guess was actually maybe like 45 minutes after the time of arrest oh, uh, but okay. that actually leads people to think it's even further proof that this the cbk was the golden state killer yeah because they think that that's probably the moment the forensic the computer forensics people just transferred all his uh data over to their network <laughs> like that they just turned all all his computers and just copied everything yeah over that someone that just turned on his computer like uh, wow and to add to that his log off time on the site actually fits the window of time listed uh under the the warrant signature like the time that the warrant signed for the forensics oh, yeah. work is the same time as, or in the same window of time that they would yeah. have. Like, you know, the way, I, I'm not sure how exactly this works, but I guess they write the time, every different team from the police that enters the house. There's the time they entered and the time they leave. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, like the logbook, yeah. Yeah, yeah and so the time, if the he signed off at 11, half 11, say, on this yeah. site, on the warrant it's written that the forensics team went into the house at 10 30 and came out at 12 30 yeah yeah i get you so in between that is the time he logged off i guess is i'm probably explaining no i get you yeah so it's in the window they were there uh looking at his computer and stuff Uh, oh that's freaky (laughs) yeah so we still like i'm still not sure about cbk's posts meaning anything yeah the yearbook one is the only thing that gets me yeah but what we do know is like the only thing we can say for certain is that after years of being an active member on this forum uh he vanished just hours before d'angelo was arrested and and in four years has not come back yeah because if it was the timing's too good for the because it's before you know what I yeah. mean? If if he last, like, I, I, I kind of get like, if you were trying to troll people on something like that and trying to make them think that you are, say, a wanted killer, and you could maybe you decide yourself, okay, I'm going to go troll, and then 
the day that this guy gets arrested, I'll never log into that account again. But you would have another account you'd be going into. And as we've discovered, they, they're able to figure that out. Like, he did have other accounts. Yeah. But I'm going to completely rule out that idea that he that that's what he was doing yeah. because he's signed up and that's 2015 was when he signed up it's way too long of a game yeah. to play trolling somebody and also the chances of him ever getting a payoff were so slim like everybody was shocked that if after 40 years or whatever the fact that yeah. he actually captured the golden state killer is a miracle oh no uh, yeah absolutely it's, it's just so I think that's it, it, like there's no way this person was ever trolling at least to that extent I don't think they were trolling at all I think mi- the Maybe that they just, like we talked about before, that they were a boomer who just was just oversharing. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't really know what they were doing. But that's, it's back to the thing of he thinks he's really clever, but he's actually not. You know, and I, and I think, yeah, I think that's what it's about, you know. And, uh, and that kind of fits with his crimes is, okay, his crimes are clever in a lot of ways, but they're also really brazen, you know. But just um, to go back to like what we do know, well, what we do know as well, so in the, like I said at the start, that in the days after D'Angelo was captured, they started to look at people who went missing on the board. And very quickly, most of their suspects had been accounted yeah. for. So he, he's the, as it stands, he's still not accounted for. Yeah. yeah. He's listed as a, a, a missing user, whereas other users have actually been, even ones that didn't sign in since, have been ca- accounted for. I get to like maybe mods or admins or people on the site just knew them from another site or whatever. Yeah, I get you. But also, like just to add to that, what you might have noticed is in a few a few of the posts I read to you from CBK, I mentioned that his was the last comment on the thread. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Now that surely seems weird to you because n- now that CBK on this board is a suspect, but when people come in and respond to his last post. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. But the reason they haven't is because admins have locked a lot of the boards he was on. Ah, uh, to stop people, yeah. Yeah, they've removed other accounts of people that were trolling, Yeah, but they've locked boards so nobody can comment on CBK, certain CBK posts. So this this really has just fueled other users' suspicions because yeah. they think that the admins and the mods are obviously like work working with investigators. Oh, yeah. And also because the admins and mods have never really commented on CBK, whereas they've commented on all the other ones they ruled out. Oh yeah, because it's but not CBK investigation or whatever. They're they're not allowed. Yeah, That's yeah. what people think. Again, I'm not sure if I buy that, but like yeah. it's, a, <laughs> it's a good theory. Yeah. Another just interesting fact. So uh, Paul Holes, who's a, a retired detective who helped capture D'Angelo, he said that while searching his home, there was a sticky note written by him on his computer monitor. <laughs> and in all caps, it just said, Internet is not working. Get fixed ASP and exclamation marks, three exclamation marks. <laughs> And so direct, he, his daughter was living with him at the time, so that's probably who that was directed at. <laughs> uh, so the theory being that like, he was keeping up with the investigation and knew they were closing in and was actively monitoring it and he was panicking. Yeah. The, nothing got to do with him being on this board. This is just what the police thought. Yeah, yeah. Uh, b- but again, for a lot of users on pro boards, that adds to their theory that he was CBK because he made that last comment and then like his internet went down and they even think that that's why like the login like that he, he he was probably trying to log in a few times or whatever oh, yeah. and or, and then he didn't sign out yeah 
So and his computer was left on or something, which is funny because his technically true his computer monitor was left on was on when they when the police came in. Oh, right. <laughs> they assumed he'd probably left it on overnight. Yeah. Because he had a towel covering the monitor. So he probably was just trying to like not see the light <laughs> of it or whatever. Okay. Why wouldn't you just turn off the monitor? <laughs> well, he's, I mean, he's a boomer. Yeah. <laughs> he probably thought he needed a boat. Uh, but also, well, what's weird about that is that uh, he used to put a towel when he was in carrying out his crimes. Sometimes he would turn on the TV and put a towel over it. I'm not sure why exactly. Yeah, that's some weird but, So I, I actually thing, think, yeah. yeah, I there's probably something more sinister about it. But I like the idea that he just was trying to get the internet back work and then he just didn't want to turn off his computer in case he'd make it worse or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I thought. <laughs> the monitor on. Yeah, because he thought if he turned off the monitor, it would turn off the computer or something. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does sound like he was desperately trying to get back online, though. Yeah. Like, that's uh, that's definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if you add that with the idea that he kept making phone calls up until the early 90s. Yeah. Like he was clearly keeping up with the case online, at least. I think that's yeah, yeah. Without a doubt, that seems to be true. Which so which pushes me more to think that yeah, he's he thinks he's been clever and trolling people, even though he probably never knew what a troll was. Yeah, yeah. Like if CBK is a troll, it's because it's the only way it's a troll is if it's Joseph D'Angelo trolling. Yeah, but yeah. nobody else would troll in that fashion. Yeah. But then the evidence against is that nothing about his. Message board posts were noted by the DA or police or anything. Oh, wow. They would have definitely, they would have taken his computers. They would have had a, a decent record of what he was up to online. Yeah. And it's the, the DA specifically. So when they, in the early stage of, of the trial, when they weren't sure if he was going to cooperate at all. And early on, it looked like he wasn't going to. He was playing the old man and it looked like he was going to try to get like insanity and pretend because he was pretending to be really frail. <laughs> um, I don't think he really worked with them until the death penalty was brought up. But so at that point, the DA's plan was they were going to do everything in their power to show that he wasn't a frail old man. And they had, because they had collected like loads of home movies of him at barbecues even a few days beforehand they had video of him riding a motorcycle on on a motorcycle trip (laughs) they were doing everything they just were planning to just prove to the jury that he wasn't a frail old man and so if they had if there was any proof that he was an active member on a message board that would have been better than any of that evidence oh yeah because it would show he's up to date with technology and all that you know you're saying probably wasn't that good at it but yeah so if they had any if there was if they found any evidence of that, I think we would know. Is my and that's just my feeling. But also, the the only reason they wouldn't present that evidence yeah. is if that that evidence is being used to link him to other crimes. Oh yeah, that's the only reason I think they won't use it. Like they might have been like, we don't need it. We have enough to get him on all these on these other. Well, it could murders, just be but the ones we've never even suspected him of. Yeah, it could of just be as simple as that. Help because that. I know, like that, like DAs and prosecutors and stuff, they try. They try and create focus and simplify stuff as much as they can for juries and things. Cause, so well, of course. there's yeah, no yeah. why bring in extra stuff you don't necessarily need to. You know? If you don't need it, if you don't need it, it won't be brought in. Um, but that's the only, so the only reason this won't be brought in if it, if they just didn't need it. But <laughs> yeah, they might not have. It, it would have helped show, show that he wasn't a frail old yeah. man. I guess we can't say one way or the other because they ended up the trial never actually went in that direction where they really needed to prove that because he just pled guilty in the end. Oh, yeah. But I don't know, I just feel like 
it might have came up. Uh, we'd, we'd know about it. There was also a, a mod on the board had spoke with um, Paige St. John, who's a Pulitzer, Pi- Pulitzer Prize winning investigative journalist. So, you know, pretty, pretty good source. <laughs> and she, she's been researching the case in depth for years. And she said that she has heard, she's never heard mention of any evidence that has linked him to a message board. Um, she thinks he was actively following the investigation online, but has never heard any anything of of him being on a message board, at least. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Those are pretty much all the facts we have. So it's kind of up to, up to you, the listener, and you, Shane, and I, to just decide if we believe that he was on... The Iran's pro boards. That was a roller coaster, Johnny. Because <laughs> literally from like from post to post and story to story that you told there, I was like, oh, it's definitely him. Ah, no, it's not. Oh, it is him. It's not. <laughs> All the way along. I just couldn't decide. Like, I, I really, really. I'll couldn't. be honest. I, I'm still, I, I would say no, it's not yeah. him. But I don't say that with a lot of conviction. Yeah. I would not be surprised if it was. I think that's a good, that's a good conclusion that. It's um, like, as you're saying, a lot of a lot of the theories that um, CBK is him is it's retrospective. Yeah, so yeah, that's the biggest it problem. It could be a simple case of there's a weird user who's just a bit of a, of a funny person online who just they don't really understand the setting that they're in and all that kind of stuff. And maybe they broke their computer and uh didn't know their password and then the computer had or they were in a car accident or they had a heart attack or whatever the fuck or it was him you know it's kind of or it was just a person who's like oh they caught the Golden State Killer oh I must go onto the board and then he logged in and his internet went down and he's like I'll log in later and then forgot about it because the killer was caught now so he just never talked about the board anymore. could be absolutely but that lo- last login thing could have been that that he just he you know he signed on he's like oh my god he saw the news that morning he's like oh my god he caught they caught him i better go on to the board and see what people are saying yeah. and then he just or maybe like traffic was so busy on the site he couldn't log in and then he just forgot about it because it was not on his mind anymore that's it they like literally they, they had closure so they were just done yeah. And I think maybe, yeah, he had closure because he, he, this guy was caught, so no reason to sign on anymore. And the reason CBK then became a sus- suspicious was because other users had the opposite reaction because yeah. they were on this board for like six, seven years or whatever, all working together to solve this 40-year mystery of who the Golden State Killer was. And then one day it was just solved and they're all still on the board <laughs> and they're like, oh, well, what mystery do we have left? And so now it's like, well, was he yeah. here? Here's another mystery. Let's figure that out. Because they've put so much themselves into it, and it, now it's yeah, like it's it's part of who they are. You know, because obviously the board isn't that busy now, but there are still active posters on there, and they all and and there's like threads for other similar kind of killers yeah. and stuff now. But they're still trying to keep that community alive and doing a good job of it. But there definitely is a sense of like, oh, now that that mystery is solved, what what now? Yeah. <laughs> and that's probably why the focus turned towards like, well, was the Golden State Killer active on this yeah. board? Um, so, yeah, my, uh, I do have one <laughs> tidbit of information, but my, like my, my takeaway from all of it is I'd like it to be him, <laughs> but I don't know if it is. I didn't want to say that because I don't know what, well, even though I'm not sure what it really means if I want it well, to just it, but there is a part of me that for just thinks it's him to take as a killer and the idea that he was interacting with essentially his fans 
you know, in a way. And that's, well, I think what you mean is somebody like he might have thought of it like that. No, I don't no, think of any of the people on the board were fans yeah. of his, but yeah, in his warped mind. Yeah, he'd have I'm been sure up. there's people writing him letters in prison and telling telling him they love well, him yeah, and all I that kind of nonsense. probably is. If there was people wanting to marry Charles Manson, yeah, and Ted Bundy, so. Well, Ted yeah. Bundy was a good looking guy. I guess. I can get that. Yeah, once he's good looking, it's it's not weird to want to marry him. I think the um, the consensus between us two is that he probably wasn't on the board. Though. Yeah, you would you would agree? Yeah, with that. I think, yeah, probably not. He wasn't there yeah. at all. I think like maybe the, like I wouldn't doubt he was there, but maybe not posting. Yeah, and maybe he wrote that. Maybe he wrote that angry post about his incredible physique and his small penis. Maybe he just did that one. Yeah, and he could have still been. He could, maybe he was still the commentator trying to like turn police towards a Mexican cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I should say before we end, there is three other, well, two other main posters that people suspected of being CBK or being CBK, being GSK. <laughs> Uh, too many fucking abbreviations. I didn't. Um, I I was. I didn't even make any notes about them because, like I said at the start, I just wanted to pick out one. CBK's name was the one that came up the most yeah. as a suspect. So I did just want to focus on one, just in case anybody hears this and says, "Oh, well, you, this person said this, and this is more suspicious." Look, we'd be here. This would be. A, you can make an entire podcast dedicated to pro boards users that were like accused of being the golden state killer <laughs> and uh like i'm not going to spend any more than a few days doing research and recording a podcast on one topic so yeah i just wanted to put that out there so it's not, nobody gives a shit yeah. for not covering everything i think we we got the we went through the important parts uh so this you see this we're so early in this podcast and what polybius we called it a case closed I know. <laughs> is this a case closed? I don't think, well, you haven't really, the problem with this is you can't like prove it one way or the other. The only way you can prove it was him is like getting a confession out of him. Yeah. Which you're never going to get. Um, I don't, I feel like it's a closed case. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think he was CBK anyway. No, I, I, yeah. I'm very curious to find out more about who CBK was. I'd love to just get, if CBK, if you ever come across this, come on for an interview. It'd be good crack. Yeah. We'd love to know who you are. Learn about, just learn about your life. What a day in the life of CBK is. Why you chose that name. What it actually means. Yeah. It's the chorus beer killer. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be brilliant if he was like, you got it. You got it. That's why I wasn't, re- that's why I stopped replying. Nobody got my sense of humor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then I heard your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I would like to hear from listeners on this one, especially what they think. If if you guys think it was the Golden State Killer. Yeah. On the presented evidence. Yeah. But I or agree with I, you. If you have new. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. There's a case closed. I'm going to say it's not him, but I wish it was. Yeah, <laughs> it's not him, but I wish it was. Yeah. But if presented with new evidence, like I'm definitely open to the possibility. Yeah. Uh, so if you want to get in touch with us about your opinion, your, whether you think it was him or not, or new evidence, like I said, we have a, we have our own pro boards now. So like maybe, maybe some of our, our listeners will get accused of being a serial killer. Who knows? Maybe a serial killer will, will come on the board. Anything could happen. Uh, so you can go to, uh, it came from the net dot boards dot net. Uh, we'll have other social media up. I'll put a link tree link in the description. You can click there and find social media. Uh, I don't think there's anything else to add, is there? No, just uh, I have a few theories about that Dublin serial killer I'm going to go talk about on Pro Boards. <laughs> <laughs> just 
start just a whole section of it for that. Yeah. Um, he also likes Motorhead. You know, now, so. now if we actually do get a Dublin serial killer, they will just come in on that board. <laughs> uh, but yeah, until next time, just try and enjoy the internet.